Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to the show. Today is not only Monday, it's President's Day, day following Valentine's Day, and it's a day that I feel very honored to have a very special person sitting alongside of me, or maybe I should say sitting alongside of her. She happens to be my mother. Today's show is called Persuaded to Love Beyond Family Borders. And I'm just going to read the entire uh, episode description. Some of you have seen it and read it. Others of you may not have. And so I want to do that for you. Today's show is dedicated to my parents, Herman and Julia DeVoe. Both taught me and my four siblings much about selflessness and love. Because dad is no longer with us, mom will be the focal point. For years, I watched this selfless woman who I happen to call mom model a relentless commitment and dedication to helping others, especially women and their children. In fact, I credit her for instilling the same commitment that has spurred my bent towards advocacy and in turn, my own daughters. One dimension of living well is reaching out to help others with a personal investment of time and funds. Julia has always done her best to ensure that her limited time and funds were used in the best way possible to assist those she could. Over the years, she has seen the value in contributing funds not only to her church, but other organizations. And with that, I want to say welcome, Mom. Thank you. She's visiting me uh, for the entire winter from Connecticut. And originally, my plan was not to uh, focus on her. My plan was to focus on one of the community gospel missions, but something um, went awry with that plan. And another thing our parents taught us was that for every roadblock, find a way around it. And so instead of um, dedicating, um, just dedicating the show to her, she is also my focal point, as I have already explained. And where should we begin? I think I'd like to begin, although it is not a part uh, directly of the, um, the purpose of the show, I'd like to begin with looking at the fact that we have an opportunity to vote again uh, very soon. 
And as I go in my travels, I hear people talk about the fact that, you know, what are we going to vote for? Who are we going to vote for? There's no one that I want. Uh, They're all a bunch of bums. They're all a bunch of liars. I'm not here to, to debate that. What I am here to say is that I look at my mother and I realize that it wasn't until she, until 30 years after, more than 30 years actually after her birth, that she had the right to vote. And, and, and her mother and her father, um, my grandparents, people that went before them, and same in many of your situations, as black people, African-American people, we were not allowed to vote until 1965. And so I say to everyone, irregardless of race, irregardless of uh, sex, I say to all of us, do not throw this privilege away. It is a right that you deserve, that I deserve, and my commitment to my lineage for the ones who fought for me, my commitment is as long as I am a citizen of the United States of America, I will vote, and I hope you join me. Now, moving on. Mom, I can remember when, I'm not going to call names, and I don't want you to do it either, but as a young person, I remember you inviting women over to our home, and I don't know what the purpose was, but I remember that you would always serve something. You've always been a server. Do you see yourself that way? Yes. You do. Very good. I'm glad. I didn't know that you saw yourself that way. Mm-hmm. But I've all, you always serve and you always offer what you have. I'm willing to share. I know. And I watched you, even at five and six years old, people coming in to have tea. And I think that must be where I developed my love for tea, because I know you you have tea every day. <laughs> Every day, and and it's it, and you're you're even uh, Lindsay, uh, you uh, for the audience. That's my younger brother. Uh, one day I said something about getting a cup of tea, and he said, "You sound just like mom." <laughs> and um and Julie, your uh, my daughter, your granddaughter, she also just loves tea, and we take precious time to share that with other people. I often invite people. Mm-hmm. For tea, uh, if I happen to be in a, some sort of a woman's group, it's it's not at all unusual that I will suggest that we have some sort of a tea party. And I love attending tea parties. I love serving tea out of a, a proper cup, as they would say, and out of a proper uh, teapot, as they would say. <laughs> and so I thank you for for that. You're welcome. And that was a that was also a nice way to encourage women, wasn't it? Just to sit around and chat. Yes, it was very entertaining. Anything else you want to say about that? Just that I enjoyed doing it. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. Okay. Now another thing, there's so many things, Mom, but another thing I remember is that if there was someone who was struggling, and not that you weren't struggling, because you certainly were as well, yes. but if there was someone who was struggling in in, in um, less fortunate situation than you, and particularly women who may have been divorced or separated or had children that they uh, were not able to, in their 
estimation, feed properly, nourish properly, you are always handing out something. I mean, sometimes it was, there was one woman I remember, you made sure that every week you purchased a gallon of milk for her. Don't say her name, (laughs) okay? Um, Do you remember that? Yes. You do remember that? Yes. Mommy, I remember that like it was yesterday, and it just left a real imprint on my heart. And, you know, <coughs> to see you do that and to see you do that with the with the stress on your own budget, although I didn't know about what our budget was at the time. It wasn't until I got older and I could reflect on it. But you helped that lady and her children for years. I, I remember eggs. But I specifically remember the gallon of milk, and I remember it so clearly, I think, because that was during the time when the bottles were glass. Yes. But anyway, Mommy, thank you so much for modeling all of that. And when I talk about when the title says going beyond family borders, it's, it's, it's normal for one to... And maybe not so normal as maybe I'm thinking, but in my mind, it's normal to be generous within your family. But then when you reach outside of the family, that's so important because people are are hurting. Yes. And they've always been hurting, but it seems like today it's even more magnified. Uh, right here in the Seattle area, uh, it was... It's been in the news how how desperate we are for a place or places to house our 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 citizens, our residents, and you know nobody should be without warmth and food and shelter. And if we would all pool our resources, we could really reach out and make a difference, make an impact in this society. Yes, we could. What would you like to say about that? We could. That that would be helping people who who really needs it. Yeah. And the thing about it is we are all sus you know, susceptible to being in the same position. We don't think we are. True. But we all are because we never know what would, would happen. And I know that there are people who are very wealthy and they would say, Well, it won't happen to me and mm-hmm. and Possibly it won't, and probably it won't, but you can never say never. You never know where you'll be. I know with, um, I know I was close. I came very close. Uh, You're only a paycheck. Many people are only a paycheck away from being displaced and disheveled. Mm -hmm. And when we think about that statement, uh, looking at our country and the, strain that's on our country and all of the people losing their jobs, no wonder the the plight for so many is so is so tenuous, so shaky that, you know, I might have to go and throw up a, a tarp and make that my my home one day. You know, who knows? You yeah. just don't know. Yeah. And this I'm never, sorry. We never know. We never know. And there's it's there's no cause for us to look down our our noses at anybody. It doesn't matter their race, their sex. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. They are a human being, and and we can do a lot 
together, if we each gave a dollar, if we each gave $5 a week, a month, it would make such an impact. Um, Amen. The shelters uh, here are saying that um, they need help. They need help not only from the state, uh, but they need help from uh, the federal government, and they need help locally. The, one of the real challenges is that many of the nonprofit organizations that would help um, uh, the missions and other community uh, groups that uh, reach out to the homeless, and, and, and as I talk about that, they're saying that um, hunger uh, hunger is one of the, um, the one of the main areas that uh, they need to have direct attention. Homelessness, of course, high risk youth, addiction, poverty. Uh, it's all just all around us. But man, many times we don't see it. We don't see it, and so we think it doesn't exist. But it definitely exists. One of the uh, websites that I looked at this morning, in fact. Uh, it's this is what I uh, copied from that that website. It has a tag: acting boldly in the face of overwhelming need. And they say giving up is not an option. We cannot sit back and watch the world go by. Our work won't end until every child knows love, every family finds hope. And every man and woman finds faith and healing in the God that created them. And they talk. This talks about the forgotten parts of our city, dark alleys, inner city neighborhoods, freeways. The time to respond has come. And mommy, I just want to uh, just thank you for all of your contributions to try to help women and children. And not irrespective of men, but that the fact is that a for women and children and have contributed to some of the um gospel missions in in your years amen uh for those of you who may not know about gospel missions is they are very easy to find. I want to plug several of them that I have had the opportunity to um to work with contribute to. Um, Union Gospel Mission is right here in our city of Seattle. Mission Ministries is in Indianapolis, Indiana. Central Union Mission is in Washington, D.C. Pacific Garden Mission is in um, Chicago, Illinois. Um, Open Door Mission is in Rochester, New York area. Dove's Nest in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yield to the King Ministries is right here in Seattle. And again, Mom, thank you so much for your love. And I challenge everyone, if an 80-plus-year-old if an woman can still give to missions and have a heart for the people, why can't we? Amen. Join Julia in helping the masses live well. Thank you, everyone. Amen. Thank you, thank Mom. You. You're quite welcome. Quite welcome. That's what God wants us to do, is love one another. Okay, Mom, thank you so much. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.